Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second series in the Data and AI channel on IBM Tech TV. I am Kinga Parrott, Chief Tech Evangelist and your host for the Open Education for AI series. In these five episodes, we explore the concept of open education for artificial intelligence. The series begins with a discussion about open education with Arya Cherning from Duke University. The next two episodes will cover an overview and then a deeper dive of the Open Data Science Curriculum Project Open DS for All with Susan Davidson and Zach Ives from the University of Pennsylvania. The fourth one covers the experience, lessons, and pitfalls of adopting the Open DS for All curriculum with Professor Jennifer Priestley from Kennesaw State University. And the last one covers the challenges higher education institutions face in the introduction of AI into their programs and how open education resources are critical to speed up the process. I'm really looking forward to sharing these five episodes with you, recording straight from my home. So welcome to our program, Susan. We are so happy to have you here. Let's start our conversation um, talking about why you are so passionate about data science. Thanks, Kinga. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been really drawn to domains where computer science plus something else. And originally, this was in bioinformatics and or computational biology. So I started out my research career collaborating with uh, people in the med school as well as in the biology department at the University of uh, Pennsylvania. And together, we developed a curriculum uh, for students in that area in computational biology. This was, for me, the first time I'd really blended the ideas of computer science with another discipline. Of course, data science is just one more step beyond that. It's not just biology, it's social sciences, it's economics, it's whatever your favorite domain is, and uh, ideas from computation as well as mathematics to solve the challenges. So I think it was sort of a natural progression for me, going from bioinformatics to data science. And of course, the University of Pennsylvania is an ideal place to do this type of work because it's very interdisciplinary and we're all encouraged to work together spanning different uh, boundaries. So education in computer science plus X is something I've always been passionate about. So that's great, Susan. Now let's talk a little bit about the motivation for developing uh OpenDS for All. Yeah, so I think the the idea behind OpenDS for All was that we're all used to sharing our course materials within a discipline. So as an example, a professor going to a new university, starting up their teaching career, will frequently use materials that they studied in their graduate courses, or perhaps get material from friends and colleagues. Now, what happens when that sort of social network doesn't exist? Well, either because it's a completely new field like data science or because the connections aren't there. So in that case, what you need is a more general sharing environment, something like a digital library, a library of materials that you can borrow from so that you doesn't rely just on a personal connection. So this is the idea behind OpenDS for All. It's a digital library of course materials that can be borrowed modified, used, reused to develop your own curriculum in data science. 
That is fantastic. I mean, the, even the concept is is so simple, and yet we don't do this much in in education today. So, Open DS for All is available right now. Schools, professors, and even students can access it on GitHub. Uh, for the viewers, the link is on the screen. Um, Susan, can you share with us the materials and, and what, what they are, what it is, what Open DS for All is? So this is, as you mentioned, it's on GitHub, you can see here, and it's under ODPI, and it's a resource called Open DS for All. This page will tell you about the general philosophy behind it and talk about what some of the content is, as well as um, who the audience is. So it's meant for both instructors and for students. It's meant for students at a variety of different levels from high school through college level students. Um, although the students should know a little bit about programming in Python and have some basic familiarity with probability theory. But the most important thing to think about this resource is it's organized along a taxonomy. And the taxonomy is here. And this taxonomy uh, reflects a lot of the course that uh, Professor Zach Ives and I have been developing at the University of Pennsylvania called Big Data Analytics. The contents of this repository are really organized around this taxonomy, which has a bunch of different topics like data wrangling and integration. That's one of my favorites. It's uh, my research area. Um, exploratory data analysis. This is visualizing the data sets uh, to formulate the hypotheses that you want to test. Um, of course, machine learning and assessing the quality of the models that are developed. That's a very important component. And one of my other favorites is ethics. That's a huge part of data science as data science impacts every aspect of our life. It's important that the uh, algorithms that we use be fair, not discriminatory, and all of the rest. So the resources are organized along those lines. Um, but we can go in and we can zoom down on some of those resources by going to the resources um, directory here. And let's choose my favorite data wrangling and integration, see what might be in there. For each one of these topic areas, taxonomic entries, we try to create an overview of what the module is about, as well as the content. So in here, we have slides. The slides contain, these are PowerPoint slides that can be downloaded, but they also have the speaker notes, which is terribly important. <laughs> because it's not always clear what you uh, are intending on your slides. But they also have a Jupyter notebook. And what this is, is usually the, the lectures have an illustration, an example that's being run through. And so this Jupyter notebook is that example. But now the student can start playing with it on their own if they want to see uh, how it works. So here, the notebook is um, in its full glory. Uh, it has a lot of initialization where we're bringing in a number of packages, but eventually we get down to some interesting uh, stuff where the hypothesis of this particular notebook is the age, what is the average age of CEOs of companies? And so to answer this question, we've pulled in content from all over the place. In particular, uh, we'll integrate it with stuff from Wikipedia at some point. So this is a, um, it's a notebook 
The student can go in and modify whatever content they want. They can rerun it. They can see what the result would be. And then this would lead into a homework, which might also be another uh, notebook that would uh, ask them to develop an analysis of another uh, question. This is fabulous. It's truly an incredible group of resources. It, with this material, higher education institutions can start or complement an undergraduate or graduate data science program. And because it was developed using open source tools, there's no dependency on any vendor. And students will learn on the latest available technologies, which is the fascinating thing about applying open source principles to educational materials. So, you know, one of the interesting things that you said is this is a resource that is meant to be grown and updated as community members contribute to it. Can you talk a little bit about how that contribution happens? That contribution is key, um, but how can you share with us how members can contribute to it? Sure. This is, as, as I've mentioned earlier, it's a living resource. So this is where we go away from the idea of a digital library because you can only take stuff out of a library. You don't usually go there with your books and say, could you please share my books with other people? So uh, this is really intended to be growing as the field grows, as the field changes. So we really do want people to contribute. So on the uh, website, we also have a... Um, list and I'll again share my screen. So on this OpenDS for All uh, site, we have guidelines about uh, that you should follow if you want to contribute some content. Uh, in particular, we want to make sure that the uh, content that's contributed is complete enough in the sense that it has PowerPoint slides as well as some sort of assessment tools, whether it's quizzes or an assignment. The instructor notes are also terribly important because PowerPoint slides all by themselves really don't tell you everything you need to know about what the material is. And with this uh, submission, the technical steering committee would then be able to evaluate it and um, and decide whether it fits on the website in this resource um, and where it would fit, what category would it fit in. So, Susan, you've showed us a resource that seems to be comfortable to use at many levels. Would this be a resource available for professors outside of the graduate or undergraduate higher education environment? I think that's a great question. Um, we really envision this as a resource that could be used from high school students all the way up through college students for term courses versus semester. So there's a lot of variability in terms of who the audience is. And this is sort of reflected in the taxonomy. Maybe one of the categories that we didn't talk about is this idea of foundations. And this is an area where if, if a student is less um, prepared, perhaps they're less prepared in algorithms, perhaps they're less prepared in probability and statistics, this is where some of that content could go so that a student could be brought up to speed. So um, we've also tried to create an indication of different pathways through this curriculum 
so that if you had a one term, which is shorter than a semester, which is usually about three months, if you had a term versus a semester, we indicate what material might be important to include, what the dependencies are between these various modules in terms of understanding. This is beautiful, Susan. This was a great overview of OpenDS for All, built by professors for professors, this curriculum kit, as we like to call it, provides solid building blocks for a data science program. So if I'm, if I can summarize, I mean, it includes the presentations, the PowerPoint kits with notes, which is really important. It includes Python code samples, includes data sets. So everything that a teacher would need to create a course is already in there. We are really thankful and proud for the work that you and Zach have done. OpenDS for All was launched in February and as of today, despite all the challenges that have risen as part of the pandemic, we've seen institutions uh, pick up parts of it um, from all over the world. So, you know, your purpose to accomplish high quality education materials that are available broadly and not just to the small group that is working on something is really has really become a reality. Thank you so much, Susan. Really appreciate you joining us today and looking forward to our next conversation.